This is a download from MFR. The Ross County Fan Zone on MFR with Ian Ald. Hello and welcome to the Ross County Fan Zone on MFR. On this week's show, we'll look ahead to the big one. The Highland Derby has almost arrived. Cali Thistle take on Ross County at Victoria Park tomorrow in Dingwall. Plus as well, we'll select our central midfielders for our Ross County dream team in the company. As always, two Ross County supporters, John Maxwell and Scott Taylor alongside me. Uh, we've roped in Paul Chalk from the Highland News Stroke North Star. Of course, got to get the North Star in there as well. He was on the Cali Thistle uh, fan zone last night as well. Don't worry, Paul, I remember your prediction. And also, uh, delighted to say Stuart Kettlewell uh, joins us on the show. Uh, Stuart, um, I'm assuming that uh, you're excited for this one, like uh, the rest of your teammates? Yeah, we're, we're obviously raring to go. It's it's one of the games that sticks out in the calendar. Um, I've been fortunate enough to play in a number of Highland derbies over the past uh, four and a half years, so... This one's no different. I'm really excited to get going in the game. Friday night as well. That I don't know what it is about a Friday night fixture, but it just excites me. You know, I suppose you've got the rest of the weekend to look forward to. <laughs> um, under the floodlights as well. Uh, we obviously saw a few, a few Friday night fixtures last year. What is it like for a, for a player on a Friday night? Um, I, to be honest, it makes no no real difference. Um, for us, we'll be in the same mindset. Um, I think possibly from a supporter's point of view you've, you're looking at the working man coming from his work and something to look forward to at, at the end of a Friday but as I say it doesn't change a great deal from us possibly uh, your weekly training changes ever so slightly mm-hmm. um, a wee bit wor- uh, less workload but um, no we're, we're just looking forward to it and it doesn't really matter what day to be honest it's it's going to be a, it's going to be a big game well, two working men who will be uh, downing tools and heading to the derby uh, tomorrow. Uh, well, John, the last time I saw you were in hospitality. Are you? Yeah, it's a hard life. Are you prawn uh, sandwich tomorrow, or are you no. you gonna you gonna mix it up with your yeah. your uh, your fans? Yeah, yeah, working class all the way. Me in, in my shirt and tie. I know. As you say, that, yes. working class all the way. As yeah. he turns up in the suit. Uh, I, I'm assuming that uh, you're excited as a Stuart tomorrow for this game. Stuart who? Stuart Kettlewell. All right, I thought you meant because you normally refer to Scott as Stuart. Yes, that's right. We've been with him in the podcast for about a year now, and I've just remembered his name. So <laughs> I do apologise, Scott. Yeah, it's going to be a, a, a very good game. Um, we ha- we haven't had a Friday night game against Cali Thistle and Dingwall, mm-hmm. so uh, I think it'll. I, I think I'm going to enjoy it a lot more than the the the, the derby in Inverness this time last year. Which was on a Friday night and it, and mm-hmm. it didn't turn out too well. It was a three-one loss. I think Kenty will do a bit better this time. How are your nerves? Because on Twitter this week you were yeah. you were saying that you're you're nervous about this one. The peaks and troughs. I think right, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling quite relaxed about it now. Okay. T- 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 this time tomorrow will be a totally different story, though. The the butterflies will be there. Okay, Scott got the name right. Um, nervous out of this one. Yeah, you're always nervous going into the games against Cali. When, as Stuart mentioned, when you kind of look at the fixtures when they come out, a lot of people it's the old firm they're looking at, or you know, but it's always it's always a Cali game you look out for uh, with Ross County. Um, as John mentioned, it's the first Friday game we've had in Dingwall. I think the last two, well, obviously the last one last season wasn't so great, but I remember the Friday night game, the three all uh, when. Um, Stephen McGarry scored at the last minute. I think mm-hmm. it was moved because Scotland were playing. Yeah, that, that was ten years ago, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually missed that game because I was working in Aberdeen and I've always held a grudge with my former bosses for that one. 
because uh, my phone basically just lit up after the game with the score. So you've managed time off tomorrow, is that right? You're not going to hand your no, notes No, I'm not working. I'm thankfully, thankfully I quit that job and got a 9-5, so at least I can actually go to these games now. Uh, Chalky, um, slightly different for uh, you and I, obviously. Um, we've got to be careful uh, what side of the fence we sit on. Um, but it's, it's a game that we look forward to as well, because it's the two teams that we cover uh, in terms of the, the, in the Premiership, and uh, it's just exciting to see the two of them face off on a regular basis yeah that's right and uh, we've waited a, you know the longest time possible for this to be the first uh, Highland Derby it's the 11th fixture um, you know the uh, the end of the, the, the first set of fixtures so uh, keenly uh, looking forward to this one the game being in Dingwall as well uh, the TV cameras always makes it a little bit special I know um, Derek Adams has, the Ross County manager has talked about the, the appeal of Victoria Park when, when the, the lights are, are on and uh, you know it really gets the fans buzzing so both sets of supporters I know are well up for this one when we look at the derbies last season as well there were obviously um, some low points but high points uh, for Ross County uh, they obviously won the last Derby, Stuart. Uh, you guys won uh, on home soil. Andre Hano. Just thought I'd slip that in there because I know you're a big fan of Andre. What hero? Yes, um, he scored the goal. Um, you've you've got you know you had that that result. Um, good feelings from that game, and you'll be looking to, you know, yeah, a repeat of that performance. Yeah, hundred percent. I think it was uh, it was an excellent performance from us uh, on that particular day. But we know that every derby's uh, can be different sort of thing, but. When you look at the uh, the record that we've got at home, I think spanning back to two thousand and four, but you might mm-hmm. be able to correct me there. Uh, I don't th- think we've lost yeah, a yep. a home derby match, so we, we're obviously drawing positives from that, and um, we just look to continue the good form. But we're not, certainly not going to get handed the game. We're going to have to work exceptionally hard to to get a positive result on the night. You have been good on home soil too this season, apart from perhaps the Pardick Thistle game. You know, it's been it's been a good ha- a happy hunting ground for you at Victoria Park. Yeah, I think that that has been the case over the past few years. We've been we've been really good at home, to be honest. Um, it's been documented in the past couple of weeks that we've not been doing so well away from home. But I think when you look at it, you, there's certainly some tough places you go to in the Premier League. Which, again, not making any excuses because we have had good results away from home. But um, I think certainly for a club like ourselves, it's it's important that we win our home games and, and we make it a, a very hard place to come to. The derbies uh, for you last season, guys. How were they? They were quite close affairs, weren't they? I mean. Uh, there was a few games that, that Cali did win, but uh, not by much. Um, I think Stuart has been modest a, a, a few moments ago. He had Andrew Shinney in his back pocket in that last match. <laughs> Might be still there. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. Where did they go? Um, other, other than that, I, I, I think Ross County failed to to get enough goals against Cali Thistle over the course of the season. I think um, and, and enough clear cut opportunities within the, within the penalty area. Um, I, I, I think. Um, I think that's a concern that kind of goes into the season as well. Um, the the midfielders have been scoring goals, and Stephen Ross has been doing ever so well up front, um, doing his own role. But there's not enough punch up up front at the moment, I don't think. Um, and uh, I, I think I think that's one minor concern going into tomorrow night. Well, the game the last time was won by a, by a centre half. Um, yeah. Scott, where, where do you see the game being won for Ross County tomorrow? It's- Got to be with the midfield. I think um, you look at our the, the goals that we've picked up this season. Have most majority of them come from midfielders. Um, our strikers, like John says, Stephen Stephen Ross has done well over the last few weeks. Um, he's put himself about. I was impressed with his performance against Aberdeen. Um, I thought he was fantastic. I mean, it was quite hard to pick a man of the match. Um, I possibly would have given it to him in the Aberdeen game. 
yeah, you're, you're looking at it from midfield. I th- from a Carly perspective there, obviously Billy Mackay's just scoring goals for fun as, as he did last season. And I think if, if County can keep him quiet, they've still got threats you know, throughout the team. But if they can keep Billy Mackay quiet, I can see you know, County being able to get a result. And to be fair, I mean, um, on, on Saturday I felt sorry for, for Brian and Scott Stewart because the first goal was a kind of comedy of errors and it would you know, come off someone's boot and eventually went in. The second goal that you conceded obviously was a wonder strike from the boy Jackson Irvin. You know, apart from that, a clean sheet the week before against Aberdeen. You know, like, uh, like Scott was saying there, if they can, you can keep Billy McKay quiet and these two guys, um, Brian and Scott, have a good game, then you should be on to a winner. Yeah, I think, um, I think they've shown... Uh, they've only obviously had a few games together at centre back, and I think that they're showing good promise as a as a pairing. Um, I think both of them w- would admit that was obviously uh, a poor goal we conceded um, on Saturday against Kilmarnock. But listen, that's kind of things you've got to put put to the back of your mind. Uh, the week before they were they were outstanding, never put a foot wrong um, against a very good Aberdeen side. So um, we, we know the threat that that Cali will pose on Friday night. Obviously, through Billy McKay scored scored a number of goals. But um, I think we've got every confidence in the two uh, centre backs who, who are individually very good players, but they look as if they could do well collectively as well. Paul, I noticed um, in the last three games that the the work rate of Stephen Ross really has impressed me. Um, even at, you know on Saturday, a tough shift for him at times, but you know like the guys have said that he, he looks really promising and you know this might be the game for him to to grab a goal and then you know the coach might start flowing for him but the, the work rate is certainly there for Stephen Ross yeah I think that's impressed the, the two guys next to me know you know the, the, that's appreciated by the county fans his work rate and effort and he's highly rated by Derek Adams and the coaching staff at Dingwall and um, I mean we remember the, the goal he scored last season against Aberdeen and um, you know we're just waiting for that sort of spark and that run but Derek seems to be keeping the faith in him and giving him a little bit more match time now and I think he'll gain confidence from that and you know if he can get a goal or two under his belt I think we, you know he, he could really kick on from there Fair play to Rocco Quinn he was the first one today to to um, come up with a cliche the form book goes out the window it does really in derbies <laughs> but when you look at the form I mean Ross County yeah they lost uh, at Rugby Park uh, last weekend but had beaten Aberdeen before that Catley Thistle going into the game on back to back defeats so you can't really read too much into the form Cali have had you know the better start to to the um, to the league this season, but again, you know I'm sure John that Ross County will be looking to cut them down to size. Yeah, um, it's it's a one-off game. There's another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else can I say? Um, Cali have lost three league matches in four. I think, um, I, albeit they, they they were unbeaten before then. Um, they, they're a good team, but but Ross County at home are they're I think they're formidable to any other team. So um I'm 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 gonna be quietly optimistic for this game. Um but I I, I I'm just uh I, I, it's always the totally mixed feelings going in. I'm a little bit excited, a little bit nervous, a little bit scared. But but that's just the nature of of, of having a Highland Derby. Um no matter what level it is. And um I'm just grateful that that, that, that we've got it back. Yeah, it is a, a game that I think well everyone here looks forward to as well it's something that I think now people in Scotland are starting to look for as well obviously we, we, you know, we talked about the live television don't uh, mention the B word the B, <laughs> BT <laughs> Sport with their, their um, interesting take on a, a commercial uh, with Mr Butcher um, but yeah I mean even that the, the live cameras are there Scott it's, you know, it is starting to capture the imagination yeah <clears throat> being in Premiership 
gives the two clubs a, a bigger platform now for people to watch. I mean, when they were playing the first division, I think the last time um, the year Cali went up, I think the other thing they had was at the old football first, you know, on ITV. Um, you know, back in the day, I mean, I mentioned the three all draw. That one was obviously on the telly, um, but there hasn't been that much of a platform. And I think now playing in the top flight it gives everyone else a chance and to, to see what it's all about and certainly the Scottish Cup game although we were on the receiving end you know it felt, it felt like a defeat at the end you know yeah. everyone I spoke to about that game said what, what a brilliant game it was for the neutral obviously being a county fan it was probably the worst feeling in the world. It's probably one of the worst feelings I've had in that. I would include possibly the Scottish Cup final yeah, after that game Yeah because Callie Thistle's record in Dingwall is poor but speak to them and they'll treat that like a win you know that that Definitely. felt like a win to them. Yeah. Well. But still, ultimately, it was a draw, so they still haven't won in Dingle for, for, for quite some time. The, the replay, so yep. I think that was probably what hit at home. <laughs> mm-hmm. Following on from that, Scott mentioned the the, um, the first division campaign when Cali Thistle went up. Um, I think it's the same season, um, but th- that that was Stuart Kettlewell's first season, mm-hmm. and um, I think we we previously talked about um, the, the 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 two wins, it was the 3-1 win at, at Cali Thistle and I think Stuart told me that he thought that that was one of the best team performances that he had That's in the right, Ross yeah. County squad but um, I, I also thought the 2-1 the, the win in yeah. the, 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 the same November was just as special and uh, I, th- I think that was a really good team performance, especially the first half of that match um, But it, it, and it's such a shame that, that we never really got footage of that. Um, Cali Thistle had started doing highlights on their website later in that season so we never really we don't have footage mm-hmm. to, to see for ourselves as spectators so it's great that these games are on the telly now because um, just in the last 12 months there have been quite a few memorable matches It was Cali Thistle's last league goal at Victoria Park as well Adam Rooney's strike I think it was penalty was saved and tapped in the rebound but yep. Scott Boyd and Michael Gardine certainly struck early on from your experiences in the derby, Stuart, I mean, obviously the guys are saying that about all the different feelings that they have before the game. I'd imagine it's just, you know, just the same for a player, really. Yeah, of course. I think um, I think the fact that it's now Premier League football and the TV cameras are going to be there on Friday, I think that does give it a, an extra edge. It's certainly, uh, certainly something to look forward to. From a personal point of view, um, you know, start to speak to people uh, from the central belt, obviously where I'm from, and mm-hmm. um, there's a there's a bit of an interest there now um, where previously there there wasn't. Um, I remember playing in the, my first Highland derby where we beat Cali three one, and uh, to my mind it was one of the best team performances I've been involved in, and the game was pretty much forgotten about the next day, which is which is a shame because it was an excellent game, uh, an excellent game of football, but. Certainly now with with the coverage that we'll have on telly, then hopefully we can do something similar. But um, it's 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 great for the Highlands, it really is. Yeah, other than kind of local coverage, I didn't think it it really reached the you know the the headlines nationally, which it, it will do because it will have centre stage tomorrow as well. Yeah. You know the papers will be full of the Highland Derby coverage on Saturday morning and indeed Sunday. Yeah, I think rightfully so. We, mm-hmm. we now look at the one we're obviously missing the old firm derby, which has been well documented. Um, You've got the the Edinburgh derby, and then out with that. I think you're now looking at the the Highland derby being the arguably one of the biggest fixtures in the in the calendar now. And uh, as I say, it's it's great for for two sides that have obviously come from where they have done in mm-hmm. uh, in such a short period of time. Well, next season it could be the only top flight derby in Scottish football, barring maybe Pardick Thistle Celtic, of course. But the probably the biggest because the Edinburgh derby might not be 
any longer but the less said about that the better Chalky um, <laughs> for us covering it as well it's a, it's a great occasion um, we talked about how the game might be won from a, from a Ross County point of view but from Cali Thistle obviously they have threats as well and I think Scott rightly identified Billy Mackay as the main kind of threat um, posed uh, to, to Ross County but but not you know not just the only one no, that's right. Um, I think you would have to pick out uh, Richie Foran as well, who I think is having a really um, positive start to the season in terms of his goals. I, I know you know Richie's been disappointed in the, the past kind of couple of seasons with the number of goals he's um, scored, but that's because he was sitting deeper and playing a more creative role. But he's he's really trying to push forward and support Billy a lot more, and that that's showing showing with the goals that he scored. So uh, I think County will need to keep to keep their eye on him. Any room in your back pocket for any more? Well, I don't want to say too much. Obviously, he's now down playing in uh, Birmingham and obviously doing yeah. quite well down there. So, yeah, I don't want to say too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, the, you know the the game. Um, you know, will take take centre stage tomorrow, as I say as well. Um, it's a kind of an occasion everyone's looking forward to as well. Um, Let's have some predictions. Probably unfair to put Stuart in the spotlight here. He's you know focused on the game, um, Scott. Take it away. Our prediction for tomorrow. Right. I, I know, I know. But I think Aberdeen, I thought, was going to be a high-scoring draw. And obviously, we kind of managed to get the one to win. 5-5 in the coupon. I think I said 3-2. Oh, right, okay, for the yeah. Scotch Cap game. Um, <laughs> you were so close to it. <laughs> well. I was so close as well. Uh, so, I, uh, it'll be a one nil county. Okay. I'll be happy with that. Right, you'll be happy Any with that. Any sort of win. one nil Ross County. One well, no again, okay. I think. What will that be doing for your nerves? With ten minutes to go. I think it'll be. I know it'll be. I think it'll be a Britain penalty, and and if that's the case, I won't be able to look. At the jail end. Yeah. Twenty yeah, minutes to go. Exactly. Well, right, you can see it happening. Uh, Chucky, now you did say on the the Cali Thistle <laughs> podcast last night that uh, oh. Cali Thistle would sneak it. Are you yeah. still are you still sticking that money? That's unfair. <laughs> that's really unfair. Uh, how do you see it going from a North Star point of view? <laughs> no, I better I better not change my opinion. I, I think what I, what I did say is, is just like what I touched on there. I think Cali Thistle have got a little bit more of a goal threat, um, and if anyone was to win it, it would be be Cali Thistle. But uh, we did touch on you know, you know Russ County's midfield. I think if County you know, are you know to win the game? I think it will come from the the scoring um, department in in the middle of the park. You know, you know. So that's what we've got to look forward to. <laughs> well, I'll sit on the fence then. Mm. Um, I think the Highlands will be the winner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not too bad. Oh, that's <laughs> um, okay, now we'll concentrate on our Ross County uh, dream team. Not a bad looking uh, dream team so far. Uh, many fan favourites in there. Uh, we, we did opt, guys, for a. A three-man, uh, a four-five-one, if you like, but three kind of centrally. Um, we'll choose a striker next week as well. Another uh, debate on the cards, uh, but we're going for for central midfielders this week. We've got Ian Vigers on the left, Billy Ferris on the right. Not a bad-looking uh, midfield so far. There's a whole host of um, of choices. A man sitting to my right as well could be uh, included in that uh, list as well. Uh, I know, I know, John, you've got a, a kind of short list ready. Uh, to mull over I'm sure many of your your shortlist uh, will be uh, among the guys on Twitter who've uh, who've sent in their suggestions I'll let you take your shortlist away because I think we might be duplicating but I I think I know one or two but uh, yeah go for it who's on your shortlist for central midfield um, well, I'll let Scott start. If, 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 okay. oh, he's, yeah, got go few, he's got a few more than than me. Um, I've got a few names from the past. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I suppose we'll take go right back to '94 and '95 and that, and when the players we've obviously mentioned Gordon Conley plenty of times because I think we couldn't figure out where to put him in in the team, or I was wasn't really sure where exactly he played. I can tell you that Gordon Conley will be delighted. That's the first name we've mentioned. He will be buzzing. <laughs> I think that's a text coming through my phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's he- he's not even we're not even live, no. but he's heard it yeah. somewhere. He's heard it. He's heard it through the airwaves. Um, yeah, going on to you know, just mention some names. Andy McLeod, obviously from the same team as Gordon Conley. Yeah. Uh, Frank Escalon was another name from back in the third division. He made his name for hitting the crossbar against Hearts in the league. That's cup right. Mm-hmm. Uh, game yeah. back when they were in the third division. Yeah. And then you're kind of going through the likes of yeah Kenny Gilbert as well. That was one of the first names I thought of. Um, Who I forgot totally. Yeah, (laughs) I think John mentioned he'd forgotten about him completely, which is a shame. (laughs) Although I do remember a game where we were standing around with the guys I watched the games with. You know, we completely forgot that he was playing. We're like, oh, where's Kenny Gilbert today? And all of a sudden, ball came at the box and he just headed it and just cropped up. You know, and that was that was the sort of player that Kenny Gilbert was. He did you know kind of the, the donkey work, um, without being too flashy, but just um, was an ex- excellent on the ball, and yeah, did all did all the, all the hard grafting. He wasn't always a favourite of the JLN, though. He did, did, every other week it seemed there was an article on the North Star about about getting the boo boys off him, <laughs> off his back. Um, I don't know if that was before Chucky's time or not. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but. Uh, but he was a good player, Kenny Gilbert. Yeah, he was he was he was a class above at the time, and he was definitely what Ross County needed at that mm-hmm. time. Um, so that, I suppose it depends. So the next, the other name I was going to mention was Stephen Ferguson. He's more of a you know attacking midfielder, just behind the striker. So I think that's yeah. something that we haven't really debated yet as to whether. No, I think we're going to do attacking midfielders next week if that's okay, and we can pick two today. Okay, because that because that will narrow our field down. Right, okay. There's, okay, there's just yeah. there are too many good players. So I think for, traditionally. The centre of midfield has been Ross County's best area throughout. Yeah, th- throughout, that, throughout the, the years. I think this time round we've really kind of struggled <laughs> to, to yeah, narrow it to down. Narrow it down. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll let you take over, John. The other, the other men- uh, name to mention probably is uh, John Rankin. Um, he only had a brief spell, but um, we talked about him for left midfield as well. Aye. Yeah. I mean, I'll just just to briefly say that I think he was probably one of the most natural players. I think having been brought through the, the ranks of Manchester United alongside Dan Fletcher mm-hmm. um, he was one of the most natural players I've seen play at Victoria Park Well it's funny you should say that because in the from the same era, era in the same team Don Cowie, I don't think he was he was as naturally talented as as, as um, John Rankin but but he was as good a player if not he was a, he was a better player and he didn't really get the plaudits John Rankin was in under 21's team for instance mm-hmm. but Don Cowie was playing at arguably a, a, a higher level the performance than, than than him and he wasn't getting looked at. Um, and you look at what he's gone on to. You know he's playing the Premiership now. Mm-hmm. Um, Engl- the English Premiership, yeah. Yeah, the English Premiership. Well, international too, international. They call, it, they call it the Premier yeah. League now. And yeah, he's had a couple of caps as well. Um, whether he can, you know, break, you know, get a regular run in the Cardiff team, he might yeah. be pushing on the door for, a, you know, another Scotland call up. Mm-hmm. Um, another shout out for Mark McCallagh, one of, one of my favourite players. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm 
quite disappointed that we went for Somerville in the end for right back. So if, I'd, if I'd been here, it would have been the other way around. See, I've got my kind of alternatives on my list here of who I'd put in. But then we've, I think, are we going to pick a substitute's bench? Yeah, we'll <laughs> have to. Mark McCulloch will have to be on the other Yeah, he's blood on our hands. Mark McCulloch, I think, has made the most club appearances for. I, th- I think it's 292 according to this, the Stuggy Archive. uk. Um, he was a utility player, but the centre midfield I think was was his best position. Um, um, the others, there's Richard Britton. I, th- I think, think we have to fit him in some. A pretty, you know, I'm sure that'll be a popular choice on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like Don Cowie, he played a, a fair bit of his football at Ross County on the, the right side of midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, to, to to fit other players in the team, but he's he's most natural central midfielder and a very good one as well. Um, Paul Lawson uh, got a big man crush for Paul, as <laughs> as we know. Paul um, yeah. uh, uh, was in a few weeks uh, before the end of the season and I had to tear season. John off off Paul at times. <laughs> it was incredible. And uh, yeah, he he made a just under two hundred league appearances, and I think that. Um, the balance of the side was always just a bit better when he was in the team because the way he could switch the play was, I think he was peerless. Britain's got a, a great switch and play on him, but but um, I think I, th- I think the the, the way that, that that Paul could pick out a pass. I, mean, I, I remember in the, the the first division winning campaign, Paul and Stewart were, were the central midfielders, and um, you you could see the trigger movements from when Stewart would go on a run beyond the beyond the, the opposition midfield and, and beyond their defence and Paul would see it coming and the the way that they two played together was was, was really entertaining to watch. Um and then we've got Stuart was the last one in my oh, oh, he's oh, on my list, yes. He's on my list. <laughs> I'd be fair as well. <laughs> they, they didn't know you were coming so that's that's genuine. <laughs> but I didn't come up with any stats for him. I thought he might have his own. No. No, do, no, do you not no, keep your own? Do, do you not keep your own appearances or anything though? No, no. I was kind of hoping you would tell me. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, the staggyarchive.co.uk is a very good website, so we'll give a plug for that as well. Uh, Chalky, you've obviously seen a lot of these guys in action as well. As the guys have, have kind of already mulled over, it's a a big shortlist there um, to narrow it down to two people. Just shows you how how good, uh, how you know kind of quality players that County have had over the years in that position yeah uh, Scott and John are spot on on with that and great suggestions there uh, spanning right through the years and um, uh, just uh, should go back to one very brief anecdote of Kenny Gilbert that uh, the journalist Alistair Fraser um, has told me about um, Neil Cooper when he was manager Come in and uh, ask the press. You know how good a team would we be if we had eleven Kenny Gilberts. You know, so it's, it tells you exactly how highly rated he he was in his day. And um, you know, if I was to pick one player from from that those lists there, you know, I would have to say Richard Britton because I thought last year was Richard Britton's best um, that I've seen him. Um, I think not only was he you know the best county, county player. For his consistency and you know his the goals that he scored, the range of goals, but I thought he was sort of one of the best in, in the league, to be honest. You know, and um, such a big player uh, last year. But the midfield has been so strong at County over the years, and this could be the most challenging area uh, to try and compile. Sure, you've obviously you obviously play with Richard as well. Uh, Chalky, you know, mentioned him there. He's very popular on Twitter. The guys have come up with him as well as a suggestion. Just how good a player is he? Yeah, I think. I think you've mentioned it there. He's obviously over the past sort of four, four and a half years, the success that that we've had as a club with him being the captain's obviously a big thing. Um, I think 
um, an exceptional leader is what mm-hmm. you've got to say there because not in terms of shouting and balling but um, how, how brave you are on the pitch and uh, when you pick up the ball to take a penalty kick in big games or, or a free kick or, or certainly a strike from outside the box as he's done in many occasions so um, I think uh, popping up with vital goals and uh, vital times has is, is been a trademark of his over, over the past few years and I think rightfully so he's getting all the uh, the plaudits that you're, you're giving him I, I Following on from that when he, when he comes up with the goals uh, at the right time um, two matches spring to mind one is the St Johnston game to, uh, after the split last season mm-hmm. I think the contract thing had just come out and he he scored two penalties mm-hmm. in front of the St Johnston crowd I, I think you need them I think you need a lot of guts to do that mm-hmm. and the other one was when he scored a hat trick away to Air United in the uh, in the season before uh, I think I think um, Air were a very tricky team to play against I know they got relegated um, ultimately but but um, I, th- I think Richard really dragged the team through the match that that time and that was during the unbeaten streak towards the end of the end of the season when Falkirk weren't really that far behind at that stage of the season so so um I, th- I think those two games, more than anything, really show what c- type of character he is. So Richard Britton gets a place in the centre yeah, of midfield. On, yeah. Who is going to partner him? What's what's the Twitter at he's saying? <laughs> well, most of yes, the Twitter at him. said Richard Britton, but they come up with a second Stevie choice, Ferguson, so. Gordy Connolly, Richard Britton. Yeah, we'll talk about Stephen Ferguson next week. Don Kelly, all names have been mentioned. Yeah. I think we might have to narrow it well Stevie Ferguson and Don Kerry we're saving them for next week more attack minded well D- Don Kerry did play a bit deeper as well he was uh, he, yeah, he, he was good all, all over the park really <sighs> what are we going with old school and new school I would go for, for Lawson or Kettle and all alright oh, ok I'd have to be biased myself and obviously take myself out of the <laughs> equation but I, w- I would have to say Paul Lawson in, in my personal opinion possibly one of the best players I've ever played with and mm-hmm. I think it was just as you mentioned earlier, the first division season uh, where we won the league, I thought um, the job he done for for Ross County at times was uh, kind of went on unnoticed from from several people, and I, I think without it, um, you wouldn't have had half the success. And certainly for myself, playing centre midfield with him, it was the insurance policy behind you. Whenever the the attack broke down, he was always there, and his distribution was tremendous. So. Uh, that would be my shout anyway, but uh, just <laughs> also a guy who won the second division as well. You know, he he, he, he was did, part of yeah, that team right. that won the yeah. second division then first. So he's gone all the way up with County as well. Um, my favourite Paul Lawson goal was his first one, and it was a left. It was with his left foot. It was uh, about thirty-five yards. It was against Queens Park. Yeah, and ca- I played you? in the game. Yeah, you did. You yeah. did indeed. Uh, uh, I'm sure he dropped a shoulder past me to score the goal. Thanks for <laughs> that. <laughs> that, was, that was good. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the look in looking Paul's face as he smashed it in with his left foot. I, th- I think said it all because he couldn't believe that he, that he scored it. But um, he showed later that he didn't do. Ta- he doesn't do tap-ins. But he scored. He scored goals from outside of the box with both feet. Um, I want to go for Stuart as well. I, it's not just you're here. If, if we were to pick a, a player of the season for the club, it would be Stuart this season so far. I think his performances have been top notch. Is that a tenner you're slipping? Yeah. <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually a twenty. <laughs> uh, so, so Paul, who is it? You'd have to flip a coin, I think. I've not, I've, yeah, I think Paul Lawson is a decent shout. I think I've, I think I've said before. You're kind of although probably pick. Well, I thought we'd predominantly pick the players that from more recent seasons, yeah. but looking at the team so far, it's only really Scott Boyd and Ian Vigers. Yeah, that that's we've right. Picked. 
Yeah. And this has been the most successful period in the club's history. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, you, you you do get nostalgic for you know the Highland League days, even third division days. You know, obviously you've mentioned Kenny Gilbert there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I would go I go for Paul Lawson. Okay, so Paul Lawson and Richard Britton Which... make the dream team so far. Tony Bullock and goals. Uh, back for Chris Simmerville as a look of course to Scott uh, Scott Boyd, Brian Irvin uh, left back, good old Chug Hugh Robertson, Ian Vigers, Richard Britton Paul Lawson and Billy Ferris not a bad looking side so far we'll select an attack minded uh, midfielder and a striker uh, next week as well as uh, Mallow for the Derby, of course Highland Derby tomorrow, we'll uh, touch on that one uh, next week that's it from us here. I'm away to phone Gordy Connolly and tell him that there's no place in the dream team for him. <laughs> <laughs> the Ross County Fan Zone on MFR with Ian Ald. Listen again online at mfr.co.uk slash Ross County. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Get more from the North's number one radio station at mfr.co.uk.